Welcome, everyone, to The It Couple. I am SJ slash Sarah. What the fuck am I calling myself on this? I'm I don't Sarah. Know. I'm Sarah. I'm Sarah. And this I is my husband. Wife. <laughs> ball and chain. Ball and, chain. and this is my ball the and old chain. Albatross. These are my big balls in tiny chain. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking Irish. I can't, I can't complain. He has massive it. testicles. Yeah. I'm just going to tell All you right. that. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I don't have like a dong like John Hamm. <laughs> oh, God. Who does? I think there's Mushu, <laughs> our three pound dog. Is he does have a, a disproportionate it's red cock. It's a kickstand. It's a penis, though. With yeah. a dog, it's a penis. It can't be a cock. Because then if you say it's a dog's cock, you're fucking that it's dog. disgusting. It's a little lipstick that Preventa comes out. Preventa obviously has something in put there. It's, oh, it's not about the, only time, dog the only time. The only time Spaventa has ever interrupted our show. Is when we're talking about cocks. Like, All right, we're talking dog fucking. I can, I can get in on this. <laughs> you got a story on dog fucking? No, I... I, I no, I. I <laughs> He's got a story on dog no, fucking. I, you know, I feel like you haven't uh, mentioned in these episodes so far uh, that you aren't film scholars, and I think oh, that that's uh, rude. Maybe. I, I think maybe at this <laughs> point we you. should we should say in the podcast that uh, a disclaimer that we're two fucking idiots, lay people. <laughs> People sounds worse than that me. sounds like way people sounds like the first people sent in for battle. It sounds like a, a family that's inbred and lives in the mountains. Mm, them lay people. <laughs> I like to move it. Ooh, I, lay, I lay her down oh, on, you on, the, me on the bayou and I go. Okay, mm, so this movie eat that butthole like it's gumbo. I call my divorce lawyer Mushu Spaventa get him on the horn uh, so we have um, Chloe Hilliard who is a very very hilarious comedian great actress too I've, I've brought her in for things and she joins us remotely from Los Angeles where she recently moved post pandemic or during the pandemic I want to say and she had us watch Probably one of the best movies. It was the first time I had ever seen it. It is called, Dan, take it away. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It's so fucking funny. It's a lot of fun. It's really great. And we had a really fun time uh, watching it. And we had an even more fun time when it ended. So, no, I actually <laughs> loved the movie. Yeah, so check, yeah. check, check so out So check it out. Folks. And thanks for stopping by. I'll be greased and fried. What blue blazes the circus doing up in these parts? We have a really funny guest. I know her from the Comedy Cellar, but she's been on The Tonight Show. She's got a book out, Fuck Your Diet. Yeah. She's wearing a, she's wearing her own merch right now. It looks pretty good. That's smart. I should do that for these video podcasts. Yeah, Absolutely. Instead of just like, you know, my political messages, you know, oh, no, I don't do that. <laughs> wrestlers. Uh, no, uh, but yes, uh, my anti-vax. No, um, no, I uh, I'm, I'm really excited to have you on. I didn't know you were in L.A. Yeah, yeah. I moved here during the pandemic and I'm never going back. Well, <laughs> uh, good. are you from the West Coast originally? No, I'm from New York. This is my first time ever living outside of New York City. I've been I'm a true and through New Yorker. Oh my God, Chloe! It, so yeah. you're just like loving it. There. Where are you from in New York? I'm from I'm from Williamsburg. I'm oh, from nice. from Williamsburg, like Hasidic Jewish neighborhood, Williamsburg. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now yeah. it's hipster Times Square, so it's, it's y'all. 
the tra- the traffic jams, like seeing like over there with like, you know, it's kind of like the meat packing of Brooklyn. Like it yeah. is it night is, and day. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Wow. Completely different. Wow. Well, you made us watch Killer's Clowns from Outer Space. Which was so, so funny. Thank so you. So also for doing fuck that. you for that. No. <laughs> no, I loved it. Thank you. It actually was you fun. Said, yeah, we do you whatever. You said a horror fool me, and I said, without hesitation, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. This is your number I, one. This is your number I, one. I want everybody in the world to watch this movie. I don't know why. It's just, it's so it's cheesy. Great. It's so fun. And also, um, the, the, it's three brothers who directed it. They went on and did like amazing, like stop animation. And they did like yeah. stuff with Elf and like all these other things. So, so for various reasons, I like this movie because one, as someone who always watched these like B movies when they came on like yeah. channel nine on a Saturday afternoon, we didn't have cable when I was growing up. So I would always see B movies. I never mm-hmm. had, we didn't That's have premium people and we don't do B movies like that anymore. Like no. they're, there, it, I don't know what it is. Like the B movie field has we, really was no, a big we do thing. Them. In the 80s. It's just that there's no, you know, there's no like four channels that we can I'm like just see on them me. on. What? I'm sorry, Chloe. We have an issue as a married couple where if I start talking, <laughs> I, he just bulldozes and we're working on that. I just did it once. I did it once. All right, I'm working. No, but on I was it. saying that B movies were I, I feel like that was like all the 80s that genre mm-hmm. was just like to me 80s like I don't know if you ever saw Night of the Comet yeah and another great movie that I love like just all these weird little clowns and dolls and puppets and well it's also I'm weird into it. if you were at the, did I so you were at the end no, of the sentence my, there. my shit wasn't worth interrupting you for go on sorry <laughs> Well, it was like those like B movies too. Like when you're like a like a 11 year old boy, it's like I could get murder and boobs. This mm-hmm. is great. Tons you know? of boobs. Yeah, Post- yeah. Mm-hmm. Post to now. But that was also the 80s. Every 80s movie I think growing up just showed boobs for no reason sometimes, especially yeah. in horror movies. Yeah, there was always a scene at some point, even when they were being chased by monsters or aliens or ghosts or goblins, mm-hmm. where two teenage boys are hiding in a bush and they peek up and they see a woman clearly taking her shirt off through the window. <laughs> and it was just like, oh yeah, this is just a part of the night. Yeah, and then she screams and yeah. shuts the curtain. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I've ever, no, when we were in grammar school, there was one, one girl that got naked in front of a window that we all were like, oh my God. Like on purpose? Because that's such, so. that's like such an obvious thing. Like, ooh, let me take off my top in but front of the window. we were in fourth window. grade. It was she in fourth grade? No, she was like a woman. Oh, okay. I thought you were starting to say high school and like a girl. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not about to revisit trauma. <laughs> I'm just trying to have a fun story. Okay, sorry to interrupt you this time. But it was, uh, it, it was, this movie's awesome and also, um, I don't know if you probably know this, Chloe, but the the clowns were then used in Ernst Scared Stupid mm-hmm. as the trolls. They just that's whole, <laughs> I always love that when they because they have trauma movies where it's like they'll use other like they'll use monsters from other movies and they'll mm-hmm. just like put a paint of coat on it and mm-hmm. be like, oh, yeah, it's just, <laughs> no, these werewolves are vampires now or whatever. Yeah, that's that was the 80s is all about reduce, reuse, recycle. They did that a lot in television. Like, if you would look at certain shows, it would mm-hmm. be the same staircase from, like, Family Ties. And they did that on Just the Ten of Us. Yeah. Like, these are the things I remember as a child. So this movie, uh, one of the things I loved about it is that the the clowns themselves are so enjoyable and so likable. I would not be scared of them. They're really – and they move so slow because they have – it's like when we said Carl Havoc. Like, yeah. it was literally – I don't know if you saw that sketch on mm-hmm. – 
I think you should leave. I think you should leave. But he's like fully full of prosthetics. They're just walking. And then their chubby little hands go to pick something up. It's like, what harm could they do? But they do. Yeah, they do. I love it. I love it. I love I love the fact that they were just there to kill people. They had no, there was no like world domination takeover. They were not trying to like terraform the town. They were like, mm-hmm. we are hungry. We came here to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think it's hilarious that like nobody was freaked out about them at all. Cause you see like a mass of clowns walking around your town and people <laughs> are like mesmerized by them. Yeah, the ice cream truck has a clown on it. Yes. And so it's like, this is a clown-friendly town. A clown-friendly yeah. town. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, a safe space for clowns. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the Big the Top carnival. Burger. The, the, there was always, there, in the 80s, yes. there was always like a, a carnival-themed burger joint that everybody went to before, you, before like, you know, product placement. Well, clowns <laughs> were really big in the 80s. I remember having like something like a puffy paint pillow that had a clown mm. holding balloons and stuff like that. And they weren't scary. So I, That sounds terrifying. Until Poltergeist. Me. No, the, the MVP of this movie, to Chloe's point, is John Vernon, who plays Sergeant Curtis Mooney, who was um, it, Dean Wormer in Animal House. That's his most famous. He was also in Pootie Tang. And no matter what happens, to Chloe's point, he literally sees a clown with a gun and he's like, oh, I know you're pranking me. Yeah. You know, like... Let's see the zipper behind this. Like, he has multiple people call the station, and he's just getting drunk off Jack Daniels and being like, this is all bullshit. I he only thinks wanna... it's because they want to get rid of him yeah, from I, the force, yeah, that they want I, I, him to retire early. The only thing Listen. he cares about is public drinking, like punks publicly drinking. He doesn't care about he... anything else. Hated everybody. Like, listen, like, if, if, I know we have issues with police, but if it was a police officer who hated everybody like him, I kind of would be like, all right, I get it. It makes sense. He called a girl a slut. He told the boy that was no reason. No reason. The guys had wine. They were like, we got, we just got some wine, like these fucking pansies, get drinking wine. And I'm like, yo, he's mad at everybody. People were calling. He was like, get the fuck out of here. I'm getting drunk. Hang up the phone. Like, you don't, <laughs> wait, you don't, I forgot about the the bad guys with wine. Like, they really did have wine. Who clearly, like, when you look at them, had mascara on and their hair was done. They were clearly yeah. gay, gay in the '80s, who had to dress uh, like they were punk rockers because right. that was the only way men could wear makeup. Mm-hmm. They went and got their vino. They was going back home to snuggle up and watch Golden Girls, and now they in prison with a clown. <laughs> so polite and he's like boons farm wine more like goons farm when your guys are here but it does feel like he's yelling at his agent the whole time like that's what it feels like i feel like in between takes he's like jesus this is all you can get me on really i was in the biggest comedy in the world 10 years ago yes absolutely because i've never seen a cop also speak that eloquently like because he definitely has theatrical training excuse me you know um but great movie um, we're going to go, uh, our, our dog is like such a fucking nightmare. He's like three pounds, but he's jumping here. We'll show you him right now. Can we show Mushu? Mushu's three pounds. He's like, he got anger problems. Oh, he's, wow. And he wears a diaper that he wears constantly. Cause he's not trained. He's I came into the picture two years trained, later. Kind of. How old know. is he? Look, he was in a shelter and oh, probably yeah, yeah, yeah. abused. And I don't like to yell at these dogs. Dan's yeah. the, uh, disciplinarian, discipline. Narian, thank you. Yeah. I'm not screaming at him like no, great Santini. No, or you're just you're you know? just nice about. It. So the funny thing is, so this movie starts with the ice cream truck, right? Like the, mm-hmm. the two brothers. Who, by the way, how old is everyone in this cast? They're all yeah. thirty-five. 
I don't understand it because I was like, are these kids like freshly out of high school? Are they in college? Because she's dating a cop and he didn't know that he she was dating a cop. The cop just got like and also I'm sorry to jump ahead, but like no, please. Yeah, for sure. Like this handsome cop who's a good cop, right? Who is going against the older bad cop, also had a previous relationship with the main girl in the movie, Debbie. And she he's upset that Debbie was at lookout point making out with this other guy who's friends with the two idiots who drive the ice cream truck so they can get fat girls. They got an ice cream truck <laughs> so they can right. date fat girls. Because <laughs> they keep them in the back and promise them yeah. free All ice cream. All the ice cream they, they want. They show their boobs. Listen, and that's mistake number one because I'm not fucking <laughs> on a full stomach. I got all this sugar in me now. It's time to take a nap. It's very we true. have that as a married couple. We fuck before we go out. Now. Yeah, yeah, you have to. I, I don't know how we used to hook up after dinner. Like when we were dating. Like I don't know how we got through we, that. You power through. Knowing the things that come out of both of our bodies now, <laughs> I don't understand how one of us literally didn't just like have diarrhea in the bed. So, yeah, I mean, and as you get older, one. I mean, I've just started having cramps during sex, which is a another horrible evolution of my mm. sexual kind of, prowess. It's kind of funny. Do you want to tell the story about? No. Okay. Well, I just <laughs> talked about. All I just right. talked about Let's... shitting in a parking lot on well, our last one. Was... No, 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 no. It's okay. All so right. no, um, we can talk about that. That's fine. Basically, what happened was we were at a strip club in Montreal. So fun, by the way. It was strip a blast. Clubs in Montreal. There's this girl giving my wife a lap dance. It was super hot, and then she moved on to me, and. My uh, back went out, and and she was moaning, and I started like moaning in pain, and she thought that that's because I was into it. So she's like, "Oh," and I'm like, "No, get off me!" And I literally like throw her off me, like she's a pizza pie. I run, I run to the VIP section just to like put my hand on the wall and like breathe it out. So the security just sees me breathing hunched over in front of the VIP lounge. So they think I'm rubbing one out. So they come up to me and they turn me around. They're like, what the fuck? I'm like, it's my back. And they're like, oh, sorry. sorry. They look at them. They're like, oh, okay. Because okay, they was, see like the red in my face. It was like the lover sketch. I clearly do not have you an know, erection. Will Ferrell, that's what you were doing. You were like, get off me. Thing, um, good thing. Good thing when you were in Canada, because if you did that in New York, you'd have been tossed out on the street with your fucked up true. back. Canada's fun. Is Montreal true. is a great city it is they are yeah. kind it is clean they are nice i'm a big fan of montreal um i do have a the, the so going back to the brothers with the girls i like their plan of like let's get chubby girls and feed them ice cream and they'll mm-hmm. hook up with us but now debbie is in a car they're drinking champagne yes <laughs> yes why I- because he, he, she was like, okay, so they're laying in the back of the car. They're mm-hmm. laying in an inflatable, like, you know, t- 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 tub, like, that you do, like, river, like, river Yes, it's a raft. In. It's literally and, a and they see a comet, and she goes, let's go in- inspect the comet and see where it went. He was like, you don't want to finish your champagne? It's like, first of all, you got me in lookout point on a raft, my dude. Like, <laughs> the champagne ain't changing this environment. What's the worst move where, like, you were excited about a date and then you got there and you're like, this is your move, man. This is oh the move. Oh, my gosh. That's a great question. I, I, I had I think... an ex-girlfriend who showed up. This, this is the funniest. This guy was like, hey, come to me at the spa. And she got there and he was DJing there <laughs> and nobody else was there. So it was just Oh, no. <laughs> so he just, she, like, backed up, like, that meme of Homer Simpson in the bush. In <laughs> the <know>? bushes. <laughs> Poor thing. He was just trying to yeah, he was trying to get people in a building. Oh my gosh. I think 
I think I think I went over to this guy's house knowing that we were going to hook up and he answered the door shirtless with a beanie on and like some sweatpants. And I was like, it's it's cold. Why don't you have a shirt on? Like, what, what's that? You're in, you're in your house with a hat on and no shirt on and I think pants. I that exact move. I think I did and, that exact move. Yeah. And, and he was like, oh, I just was finished working out. And I was like, I this is you're too so old he was, to be doing this move. Yeah, he was going to be sweaty and stinky and have you come over for. Dude, a you got to have Zac Efron or Michael B. Jordan abs if you're going to pull that shit. They weren't you know? that great. I mean, they were. Uh, he was fit, but like not fit enough to be walking around shirtless in the house with a hat on. I mean, like a fisherman's like beanie on, like one of those like work. He worked. He all he was missing was his peacoat. Like he looked like he was down at the docks. <laughs> <laughs> um all right so yeah so, they see the spaceship pass overhead um oh and yeah. the old man and the dog the old yeah. man there's, there's always you know what's so funny there's oh like when i saw that old man with the dog it's like that was that time's version of like a boomer right like these are like mm-hmm. the he, that's like a dust bowl generation person mm-hmm. who like is just waiting with they with they dog and they rifle to see some like aliens or some shit and that's how they always depict that person is always like a guy sitting on a rocking chair looking out yonder. And I think it's hilarious because when we see boomers depicted in like, you know, Gen ZXs or whatever, mm-hmm. they're going to be like, oh, yeah, this is the crazy old person who had like all these conspiracy theories. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. That's how we see them now. Right. Yeah. And it's going to be like my mom who doesn't yeah. have conspiracy theories, but it's, someone who looks good for 70. But yeah, um, it's it's a farmer, Gene Green, played by Royal Dano. And my favorite thing about this guy is you're right. He is really Great Depression uh, era yeah. because his whole point on getting rich is selling hot dogs. Yeah. So we're going to be rich. I'm going to sell <laughs> hot dogs. And he's immediately killed. And the carnival of course. comes. And he also lives in like a, a shack. And you yes. could tell it was like a set. It looked like what a high school would use for like Oklahoma. <laughs> like the, what's his name? Uh, yeah. The bean guy, um, Judd. And and like it was just so, the dog though, I mean, it gets netted. I we wish. didn't like that part. I never like when an animal is hurt. Do, you, is have any, do not, you have any animals, Claudia? Like, hmm? Do you oh, have yeah. any animals? No, I had a I had a dog. She passed away, Winnie Winnie Holiday. Sorry, she was a pug and and she lived for twelve years. So she had a full life. She that moved out here with life. me. Moved out here with me to California. Mm-hmm. You know, she 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 had a nice a nice life. She had a good but, run. But I'm taking a break from dogs though, because it's a lot of work. It Interestingly is. enough, this dog was named Winnie. The it poo. was. It was yeah. Winnie the poo. Oh yeah, it was. Maybe, yeah. maybe did you name it after her? No, maybe subconsciously, but no, no. I named her after <laughs> uh, Winnie the Pooh. The, the old man is also really dumb. And I think that's another thing that they depict like that Dust Bowl generation. You know, mm-hmm. he's like this hillbilly and he's like, oh, we're going to be rich. You know, like he does all that. He's like, oh, Pooh Bear and oh, a circus <laughs> and like just a well, dumb no- idiot. Well, nobody else <laughs> yeah. in town. It's just a suburban town. And then he's the only one who talks like he's in Appalachia. Yes, 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 because he lives in the woods. He lives in, that's what happens. I think that's what happens. Because you go upstate New York and people talk like that, you know? like Yeah, it's I a little it's, deliverance when, county. It's, when you're in the woods, do you just start talking slower? Well, you did when we moved to the Berkshires for uh, COVID. We were up there for 15 months, and sometimes Dan would be like, oh, I'm going to get me a, a slice and a, and a Coke, and, and I'm like, way. what? 
Who? <laughs> yeah, your your demure, <laughs> your demure tone. Uh, but yeah, so um, when we, we're just, I'm just pointing out oh, this oh, guy. Oh, oh, so he, uh, the the guy goes to try to find the dog, and then he gets zapped, and that's when we first see the clowns. Yes, because they they've got that little gun mm-hmm. thing that kind of evaporated. so intimidating the so cotton inti- candy the cotton candy gun cotton can- and i love a little cotton candy but if i saw big like cocoons of it <laughs> disgusting <laughs> no with human bodies in it no thank you and they the way they eat they don't eat the people they stick a straw in them like a capri sun and a crazy straw the crazy the crazy straw of the 80s <laughs> that roller coaster straw that everybody loved that was fucking hell to clean and you had to toss it out after like yes. three uses <laughs> right, because it would also like sometimes the liquid would just get stuck, mm-hmm. and but it wouldn't be broken, and you'd just be like sucking it so hard. Well, you thought it would be yeah, fun exactly. when you were a kid, and you're like, this is just more difficult. Uh, you know, yeah. like, is it gonna make that drink more fun? Uh, but it, oh it, we then we then cut to um, the wine guys. Our, well, yeah, but first it's it's yeah it's uh, Debbie and Mike, our young lovers, even though they they both look like they're 35 years old. Absolutely, mm-hmm. you know. Um, do not look at all young. Like they were like they they do not look like they should be going to a make out point. They look like they should no. be making out in their domiciles. Like yes. it doesn't make any sense. She's Debbie's also from Weird Science. She's one of the girls in mm-hmm. Weird Science. Oh, I didn't know just, that. I just recognize her. She was like a nice a nice eighties actress that got a lot of work and then yeah. stopped working when 1990 struck. Yeah, they put her in the glue factory. Hi. Yeah. You want to uh, be a character 16. actor. That's but why. We so there. He's trying to convince her to go see the comet, and then they go to yes. the tent. Yes. Right. Like they yes. go. And he does this really offensive Native American impersonation. I don't know if you remember. He's like squatting, and mm-hmm. it's. Horrible. Well, it doesn't even sound like a, the thing is it doesn't. I don't even think it's offensive because it doesn't sound like a Native American. It's like I'm not. I'm not even sure what it is. Like yeah. I thought he was doing like a gremlin impression or something. Yeah, and, and no, I, I, I mean I think that at that stage, like in the 80s, like no one knew what it was, but you knew what you were tr- trying to imply. Like, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and, but I was. I was more offended by him telling her, are you going to be more scared with me going to the tent or me leaving you? Like, he didn't even say, you want me to take you back home? He was like, you want to stay by yourself? You want to go with me because those are your only options? She goes, I'll go with you. Like, what? It's like, I'm more scared to be out here. And he's such an idiot. And she's smart to be like, that's weird. Why is a circus tent in the middle of the forest? Whereas he was like, oh, cool. Let's go. He's like the old man, the old idiot. Yeah. Yeah. The Dust Bowl. Dickhead. That's why it's like, like whenever, whenever you look at these old movies, it's always the woman being like, "I don't think we should do this," and the people like, "Stop being a pussy, pussy." You dumb bitch. Yeah, yeah. It's the best. So she, I also want to say one thing. Going back to Dean Wormer, when the two guys, the lovers, come in Mm -hmm. with their bottle of wine, uh, he does say to the guy. You're the problem, you little shit. Like that. Like he's just <laughs> yeah. out of nowhere. Because they're like, what's the problem? He's like, you're the problem. So I just, the aggressiveness in every scene, he doubles down until like the point where you think his head's just going to His, his motivation in this was he wasn't cast in Platoon or the movie that he wanted to be yeah. cast in. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever was shooting down the road that he had to <laughs> drive past every day for his right. call time. <laughs> Um, okay, the giant popcorn machine. Can we talk about that? I yes. just don't know what it is. They go inside. But isn't the popcorn... Is it eggs? No, it's eggs. It's how they make the 
the clowns. But, but they also shoot it at people. There's like no yeah, I think it no, but it, but it, like when 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 Debbie was taking a shower, which is always the problem, there's a crisis, and she has to take a shower and change her clothes and put on shoes. <laughs> it's like a 55 minute shower too. <laughs> yeah, it's for the first act of the movie. Yeah, she's yeah in the like shower. she's in the shower, but the popcorn starts crawling around, right? And so yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's one of those kind of like, um, what is the what's the the Sigourney Weaver alien thing. Alien, yeah. yeah. I think that's like the little seedlings, like you said, like you plant them on something and then it can grow because they come, they come out and attack her later. I mean, they grew in so great. Yeah, Yeah. they grew in a medicine cabinet somehow. I don't know. And the toilet. Yeah. The little one that comes out of the toilet is the best. Because I remember when she takes the shirt off, she still has popcorn attached to it. Yeah. Which also, but did this shower happen after? She says to the guy, oh, I know, I know a cop. I have a friend who works at the police station. We'll oh. go to him. Oh, yeah. Right? They took, she they dropped her home. Yeah. So yes. her, yeah. her boyfriend, her and her boyfriend, they escaped the tent miraculously. That's how you know they're the leads. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, <laughs> and then they go, she goes, I know a cop. They go to police precinct. She doesn't tell her date that she used to fuck the cop. Nope. So mm-hmm. he finds out that she was fucking this handsome ass cop and he had her on a raft in the back of a pickup truck. Mm-hmm. And they get into their they get into their male ego battle of like we both was fucking this girl and they're jealous of each other, even though one is clearly an adult cop and the other one is a man boy. And they say, We're gonna get to the bottom of this. We're gonna take you home because you're the woman. You're a so woman. Go, yeah, so go home and take a shower. Um, and then they go out and they handle like most of the shit until the clowns come to her house and it's so crazy the clowns don't say anything except for when they control a person later and they was like so who's that girl you were with they want her too (laughs) (laughs) i guess there's not a lot of options in this town well it's just her she was the only i guess someone else was making out but they died turned into cotton candy immediately oh there was the hot girl that opened well the boys are looking at speaking Mm -hmm. of movies and the 80s getting changed in front of a window wasn't that weren't the two guys in the ice cream truck looking at her and then she comes down and opens the door and it's the, and it's the clown mm-hmm. yeah i think so and they yeah zap her. something you know what i loved also i loved how they made um a balloon animal out of the dog oh, that was oh my yeah. And it barked. yeah i was yeah. like that's fun i was I into like that, that. yeah, yeah like that, that was cute oh when she's doing the the one of the clowns is doing the puppets and the old mm-hmm. people talk about boomers they're all just so like mystified and like in a trance <laughs> and then it becomes like a dinosaur that eats yeah. them all <laughs> yeah so it good. ate their shadows yeah they i think <laughs> what i liked about it is like i think they did a lot of great things like with the trope of like clowns like yeah. it's it's cheap and and like tangible to do all these things it's like we're gonna shoot popcorn at people we're gonna do cotton candy it's like not a lot of crazy effects but it's mm-hmm. also low-key terrifying because you're like death by popcorn death by like being suffocated to death by cotton candy like yeah, yeah that that could be a nightmare the that, things that we enjoy at yeah, the, 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 that will happen to me but it will be called diabetes <laughs> uh they have no the whole movie it's just like this real simple plot of like them trying to get the girl back from the clowns and, and killing all the clowns before they murder everybody in town, even though they kind of do murder everybody mm-hmm. in town. But it's just to set up all these skets, sketches like an invisible clown car that comes by, a bunch of clowns coming out of a mm-hmm. car. Uh, you know, you have to shoot them in the nose, and then there's 
like yeah. later on the pies. Like the whole thing yeah. is just one sketch. It's basically every all that sketch in the middle of a <laughs> horror movie. <laughs> it also takes place in within 24 hours, right? It's just yeah. one night, yeah. which mm-hmm. I love a movie that just takes place in a night and, you know, just the mayhem that ensues. And I, I mean, Dean Wormer, God bless him. What is his name? Philip Mooney. He he's getting all the calls from people and that he's drinking his Jack. And there is a line where he says, it's going to take more than this to kick kick Philip Mooney out of the squad. So fuck you like that, like to no one. I I rewound it and wrote it down because I'm like, why? Who is he talking to? He's not even on the phone yelling at anyone. I love him. I love him. And then he's obsessed. He's obsessed with keeping his job and also not doing his job. It's like, just do your job and then you'll keep your job. Exactly. Maybe stop being an asshole and just get to work and, you know, you can stay a little longer. There is always that character in a horror movie, though, where it's like, it's like somebody comes in and goes, oh, there's a werewolf. He goes, oh, werewolf. Now I've heard it all. And then I know. Like a werewolf. He'll see a werewolf eat the guy and he'll still be like, that's just a. That's just an overgrown dog in a man costume or something. Yeah, like that, yeah. You know? um, I also love. There's always when it comes to '80s. There's always a biker scene. I love. There's always a random ragtag group of bikers who are so badass. And I just thought it was so funny. The clown comes up. It's a tiny clown on a little bike, and the man's like, "Can I ride your bike?" And he was like, "He's like, he doesn't say no, but he says like motions no." Um, and he's like, "I'm gonna take your bike anyway." And a black guy was like. You should have just let him ride your bike. And then he's the like, The only black guy in town, by the way. <laughs> the only in black the biker guy. gang. The only black, in t- black guy in town is in a white biker gang. Yeah, a white biker gang. And then he goes, what are you going to do? Knock my block off? And then he kicks his head off. And I'm like, I wanted to see him actually jump up and kick his head off because it, it would have been hilarious. But his whole head cleared off his shoulders. And I think... Yeah, that's what happens. You got to meet fire with fire. They thought that they were like going to be this the dangerous biker gang and they met a fucking killer clown mm-hmm. who decapitated them with like a kick. He also cuz the guy also remember like crushes his bike. You almost yeah. feel bad for it because it's like a little kid clown in yeah. a way. It's yeah. like you feel bad, but then the, when the head goes flying and just lands, <laughs> and then the bikers are like, "We have to get the fuck out of here." It's I, I have a question for Chloe. Like, what's the thing that you were most scared of when you were a kid that wasn't scary? Like for me, it was like a lot of people. It's clowns. For me, it was the Quaker Oats guy. But I feel mm. like there's always there's a lot to unpack right there. <laughs> that man, yeah. a colonial. He looks like he's about to burn you or something, like mm, a puritanical probably. witch. Or um, something. yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, as a kid, I hated when you went to like the carnival or like the boardwalk yeah. and those games where you shoot the water gun until the balloon pops. Hate, I hated that. I hated the popping of balloons as a hated. child hate it and the race i actually that was the only game because i'm not good at throwing or anything it was like the one thing i could i never won it but i always came close and i think the trick is just find the right gun because there Mm -hmm. were people that wouldn't even shoot the water and it would still they'd win yeah whatever seat he'd hit a switch and he'd be like this one's going to the top yeah but uh yeah but the popping is is scary i had a my my great grandmother her third husband his last name was wolf and for some reason, I would have these dreams as a, like, not a, a recurring dream. But I'd be at their house, 
And he would turn into a wolf and chase me. And I'm like, was I was I molested? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> You're processing it. I'm like, wait a minute. This that's is the beginning of no, the but what if me? <laughs> but what if he was like a wolf, low key? Like, what if he was? And I was the only one that could see it. But then I yeah. kind of grew out of it, and I was like, ah, fuck it. Who cares? And then when he died of a stroke, you know, the the wolf uh. dreams went away <laughs> so mm. maybe he was haunting me that was my scariest thing all though. i know is your therapist is not doing a good job no, no, i did story. switch therapists <laughs> i did switch therapists recently i'm not gonna lie <laughs> i think we should bring this up immediately because i think something else happened there <laughs> yeah it's like ian finance talks about he hung out with this hot dog guy and uh he just blacked out when he was a kid and i was like eh. But I I, 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 I I will say, like, the new thing now is that people are like, I don't know if you've seen Instagram, like, people are transforming themselves to animals, actually getting, like, you know, like like, like plastic surgery where it's like they yeah. have like a lizard face. or mm-hmm. really? I mean, there's that. Yeah, yeah like tigers. Well, there's that old, there's like the old school guy. I mean, I say old school because he's been doing it forever. The lizard guy who had, like, the implants yeah. that, like, make his eyebrows protrude and he has his tongue split in two and he could do yeah. like that with his tongue. Mm. But now people are just doing it just to do it because they can. Well, the thing is, like, that used to be the option, like, when you had a genetic disease or a physical handicap. You'd be like, all right, I'm Lobster Boy now. Mm-hmm. That's the only job I can't work in fucking HR as Lobster Boy. Yeah. But, you're talking about carnies? Yeah, I mean, carnies. I don't know a guy that would have, like, a job at, like, <laughs> well, I'm just saying, know, yeah, what do you State do? Farm. If you grow up with like, lobster sorry, hands. Lobster. <laughs> and they don't have, like, the uh, medical ability to change them. You got to work in the circus. But now people are. Well, now there's, you know, a whole act for people who are disabled that protects <laughs> those people from getting sent to the circus. <laughs> right? You can't I discriminate. Guess. But, I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah By sure. the way, everything's considered a. Uh, disability now just so everybody knows <laughs> cancer high cholesterol is cancer high I cholesterol i swear it'll I, say I, i'm disabled had, really you've been disabled for a long I'm disabled time for a while. that's why we got married um i got Can i get some benefits from that um no apparently like i was filling something out and it was they were asking like have you you know it's like the, have you been convicted of a crime have you done this or that and then it said you know have you been have you or are you disabled and some of the choices were like asthma <laughs> like, mm-hmm. i'm like now we've gone the other direction like yeah. you know what I mean? like we've swung the pendulum in the other way like there's no, wow yeah not great so the clowns <laughs> that we love <laughs> dan's always like you sound like you're reading uh well it helps the big climax is they go to the the tent moves to an actual fair mm-hmm. and yeah. uh and then there's a cop outside who gets killed by too many pies yeah. um and dean wormer well he was yeah he was killed early. in the jail We're kind of jumping around a little bit he was mm-hmm. Which is my bad. He was killed and then turned into a ventriloquist dummy. Yes, um, to communicate to communicate the clown's desire to kill everybody and take Debbie with them into outer space. And yes. I feel like he has because he's dressed like a puppet, but the bare minimum. Like there was mm-hmm. definitely an argument with makeup because like all he does is have his cheeks rosy and like one line. Like they probably wanted a whole thing, and he's like, you can. You can go Over fuck my yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what movie I was in yes. 15 years ago? Yeah. yeah. So the clown turns him into a ventriloquist puppet. But the part that was the creepiest part is when the clown pulls his hand out and you hear like 
the blood because he, he's saying like his whole hand was just in his body and he just like flinged it out. I was like, oh my God, yeah. that is so gross. Unless that's your thing, guys, and we're not here to sex shame. Um, no, but yeah. never. Uh, but they get to this at the end. They get to this. It's the uh, the brothers, the 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 fat girl ice cream brothers, our mm-hmm. uh, our love triangle with the hot cop, the thirty uh, five year old guy who acts like a prop comic, and the hot chick, uh, and they come in and uh, they're trying to search for the clowns, and they end up like squaring off against Clownzilla, which I don't know if you knew this. Played by one of the brothers who created this movie. Oh, really? Uh, yes. <laughs> wow. His name the uh, it was uh, Charles Chiato Ch- or Chiato. I don't Chido, know how to yeah. Chiato. Yeah. I, I think it's Italian. I don't know. Um, you forgot okay. to mention Debbie gets captured. Thank you, Spaventa, our producer. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah, yep. She does get, get captured. Yeah, they end up. Uh, the whole thing is like she's just going, "Oh no!" and she gets. She gets thrown inside a giant ball instead of cotton candy. They fight Clanzilla, and then uh, and then they the, they free they free her. Debbie, she's and, the only one who's not in cotton candy. Yeah, because they want to take her home and have slut her out. Her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they want to fuck her. <laughs> hey, she's a woman in a movie in the eighties. What yeah. good is she anywhere else but in That's the bedroom? It. That's or it. Why do always the clown or the, the back of a all these aliens? Interact. They always want to fuck like who we think are hot. Like, aliens? don't you think that like they would have their own thing? I mean, um, that would be different. That would be that would be interesting to see. Like fucking a chair. No, like three. Like like, like all these. They think you'd be thinking they're gonna be fucking all these tens and. They're just like in a threes and fours. Well, maybe yeah. they're <laughs> like, like that. Like she's no, the prettiest girl in the town now, Debbie. Yeah, she has a lot of suitors. People people mm-hmm. are attracted to her. She did date the hot. Nice cop. So, yeah. Wait, do you remember when he, uh, the two guys are in the car? Debbie's now been thrown off to go shower because she's disgusting. Mm-hmm. And let's get her out. Um, and they're having a conversation, and the cop starts talking about Debbie like longingly. He's like, I just need to get her back. I need to get her back. And the other guy's like, I'm here in the car. He's like, yes. I'm sorry, that wasn't for you. But like, yes. he's talking to himself, but the other guy is there. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Who does she end up with? Um, I think think they're probably a thruple because when at the end, when the cop came out and he was miraculously unscathed from the exploding uh, Mm -hmm. spaceship, (laughs) Mike was like, oh, the cop. Hey, Steve, what's up? How are you doing? Like he was excited (laughs) that he survived. I think he got turned on in their like night of like trying to save the world. So yeah, I think they're all together. Yeah, I think they thought about like, well, something happens to Debbie. It's just us. So we yeah. better. Do you guys know any thruples? I don't think I've met. You like, met, I met one on stage. I met one on the stage, but I know like personally, I don't know any thruples. No. no, I don't personally know any, but I'm sure they haven't told me if they are. That's true. That's yeah, serious. that's true. Yeah, you yeah. don't want to break that out in an audition room, I guess. Yeah, you got to make room. sure. Yeah, you got to make sure like you're talking to like, you know, like-minded company <laughs> when you reveal yeah. something like that. Like a thruple party where everybody's yeah. in a thruple. And you're like, that's our third. Or like, I, I can never do it. I, I, I did, I, well, not date it, but I went out with this guy who told me a flat out, he was like, I want to be in like a polyamorous relationship. I want it to be like two men and three women and we live in a house. And I was like, this is, that sounds like hell. That, is. that sounds like work and hell. A lot of dishes, a lot of who's cleaning the bathroom. It's too much work. It's too much work. I, I couldn't – sometimes I say to Dan, like, I will gladly, like, 
have a hooker like take care because I just like clean the house like you know what I mean like if you had two women we would be not having sex with you we would be cleaning we would be decorating yeah. and that's not just like a oh they're women that's what they well, do everybody but- thinks it's the sex but it's mostly just arguing about like oh you got Chinese we want to tie <laughs> yeah yes exactly mm-hmm. and people and two people ju- joining uh, jumping on the other person being like that's why are you siding with them like I can't it's too much it's too much communication it's too much talking like I don't like talking like that like I don't want to over explain my feelings I don't want to have it a state of the union where's this relationship going <laughs> I don't want to do any of that and they seem to really enjoy the relationship aspect from the things that I've seen they're they're very big into like communicating as opposed to just existing like you do as a couple. It's like, no, yeah. we have to bring this person in and we need to define this. And what is your role? What is her role? Spiventa, were you going to say something? Are you in a thruple? Yeah, no, but uh, speaking of thruples, so there is this one part where the ice cream truck brothers, after they survive, they're like covered in like lipstick as if they, yeah. they kisses. Did they fuck the alien, the clowns? The clown aliens. Yes, the girl Yeah, one. they fucked him. And the, and, the, right. and the ball in the ball pit. pit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. They've been trying they're to sitting get- sitting there. <laughs> yeah, they were trying to get some snatch all night, and they finally got some in the ball pit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some clown and alien I pussy. The, I think the clowns didn't the clowns keep those two alive because they were in the clown car, and that was sort of like their. Um, oh no! Uh, yeah, they thought they thought that the they thought that the clown ice cream truck was like an actual clown, like that a was mothership like, or something. Yeah. yeah, so they were like, we have to follow that, and so they mm-hmm. were never hurt, and they were so most they they were. Believe it or not, they did better with the clowns than they did with the humans. Like, well, they mean, got laid by clowns. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. they probably sense the desperation. I feel clowns are like, well, I just, I'm just, i just here to make you happy. I'm just here <laughs> to help you out. I just want to know what you need. What do you need in this ball pit? Get it going. I never, yeah, I don't think I've ever dated a, I knew a girl who was like a, one of those cancer clowns for a hospital. I don't know what a cancer clown <laughs> They is. like bring clowns to kids with cancer to like cheer That's them up. That's a clown. Yeah, yeah. Well, I call them cancer clowns because they're at hospitals. I don't think they're called cancer clowns. I think that's... Just a performer. What should I call them? Just hospital clowns? I think they would just call them like a volunteer. Yeah, a volunteer entertainment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not a count. No one's putting cancer clown on their resume, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hospital clown. Dan would, actually. But I feel like you get more money if you're a cancer clown. Like, if you're a normal clown... Like just with normal kids, not like dying no, kids. No, they don't pay. That's a volunteer. You don't go into a hospital and say, "Well, I'm going to do charge. extra tricks because this kid is, you know, bumming me out. I'm trying to yeah, juggle, and no. this kid's talking Did about." Did you see Patch four. Adams? I saw Patch Adams. That was just the nose, though. <laughs> I know it was so stupid. I'm like, it's going to be a fucking clown or what? Let's get to it. Uh, yeah. So I. Uh, so five star movie. Love this oh, movie, Chloe. Thank you so the, much. The, this movie is. I was so excited. The, the, Dan knew yeah, it, it was, too. He's like, this yeah. is kind of movie. It mm-hmm. was either between this or The Ruins, but The Ruins is like... Which I've never seen. It's really yeah, it's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. I, I like I like I like horror movies where it's not a lot of blood and gore. Like I can't do like chainsaws and people being tied up and like mm-hmm. I can't do like hostile and all that stuff. I can't mm-hmm. do that because you know now you realize like there's legit people probably out here like that who are doing that shit. Mm, like yeah. on Epstein's I mean, yeah, Island or something. Texas. Like, well, that was just straight up, uh, you know, molesting. But like, yeah, there's definitely. I mean, all those, all those. He did abuse them. Too. Texas. Well, he didn't like, but he didn't like make a coat out of their skin, like Ed Gein. Yeah, we don't he didn't know what Bill Gates was doing over there. That's true. <laughs> Drinking blood and all that. Type of stuff. <laughs> My thing is like, 
after this movie, because we were always think like, what's the next scene after this movie? And those funerals have got to be so Listen, uh, <laughs> they saved nobody but themselves. Everybody in that town is dead. They got blown up in the sky. Like they, <laughs> that town, has, their population has gone down by at least two thirds because they, they were explain everybody. it. Would you guys? Yeah. Would you guys do that though? Like, if if we're being under attack, would you? Well, they had to escape. Help right? people, or would you go back? Would you? You wouldn't. I would we get our dogs. No, because I know when we had listen when COVID came, we got the fuck out of here. We're like it's yeah. every man for himself. We took the dogs. We went up to the Berkshires. We went back to get my mom and brought her up. And it just I I think we were very like stay over there. We'll stay here. We got to escape. We do have escape plans sometimes, but well, they don't I, really. I, I, I think if, plans work. I think you need mm-hmm. to have an escape plan and preparations, right? Like I have a I have a to go bag, right? I have like a food bag that lasts like seven days, and I have like another like survival bag in case like mm-hmm. you know first aid kit, all that stuff. Because who knows. Um, so I think the option one is save yourself, right? Assess the situation, see if you can like team up with other people and like have strength in numbers and then have a plan of attack if there needs to be a plan of attack or at least like move in numbers to like safety. See, now that I'm in LA, I'm thinking like, okay, just go north, like try to get north to like Canada. Mm-hmm. And New York is hard because when you're in New York City and something happens, you got those bridges and you got to get across the bridge. And if you can't fucked. get across the bridge, you fucked. You're fucked. Or you have to like find someone with a raft in the back of their car that they were making out in and be like, I I will give you him if I can have that. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. do that to you. I wouldn't leave you behind. Well, it also, I don't know about that by the way you've been describing this, but I, I also think it depends on the disaster scenario, right? Like if it's, if like we see that like lava is coming in on all sides and there's no way to get. It's just like, all right, we'll just stay here. With the dogs. You know, yeah. With the dogs, blow our heads off. That's like, we'll... that's like, I like, yeah, the end of Don't Look Up, where they was like, well, we're just going to have dinner. We're going to have dinner <laughs> until until this shit blows up. Yeah. I'm with that. that. Was underrated, that movie. I thought it was better than everyone thought. What did you think? Yeah, I thought it was a good movie, too. I thought it was a good movie. I think nobody wants to hear about climate change. Right. <laughs> or see it? celebrities like Leonardo yeah. DiCaprio yeah. talking about it. And mm-hmm. I think that's, I think it was star fucked a little too much. And I think if it had like, reg, I don't want to say regular, but it didn't have all the big stars in it. Maybe more people would have taken it seriously. And it just yeah. seemed sort of, I, thought that, yeah, right. I don't know, man. Gotta be, I guess yeah. I don't have my finger on the pulse of the zeitgeist. I no, I, I agree. I think, <laughs> I think it's a good movie, but I think it's like, you don't, it, it was really hard to explain what the movie was without like disaster into the world vibes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so I think when you can't show people disaster into the world because it's all these celebrities, no one's going to die. You know what I'm saying? Like none of those people signed on to die. Uh-uh. Um, when you saw these clowns in this movie, did it remind you of any uh, headliners you had to feature for when you started? <laughs> just a clear, just a disgusting fat slob breathing on you. <laughs> you know, making I've been giggly noises. I've been fortunate in the sense that I haven't had to work with a lot of those like hacky road comics because yeah. I did I did NACA for like seven years, which was oh, just me good money. by myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me by myself doing colleges in the middle of nowhere. So I've been to the town. Cancer that like- count cancer colleges, <laughs> just all <laughs> colleges of <laughs> cancer. Sorry. Yeah, I've been to I've been mm-hmm. to those uh those towns that look like the town that was in that movie, <laughs> but I haven't had to deal with comics who look like those clowns in that movie. Mm-hmm. 
Dude, those uh, NACA gigs, man. I mean, I, I, I did like a couple of college gigs. Sometimes they don't even give you an intro. You just have to go on like in the middle of a cafeteria without a mic. The and, worst. Like, people... The worst of nooners. Yeah, the 12 o'clock shows, 11 o'clock shows, the uh, community, community college. And they're like, hey, can you come do two shows? We're going to do the community college at 12. And you'll do like the, the four-year college at night because those people uh, live on campus. And you're just like. You would have to do comedy at 12 o'clock in the afternoon? In the middle of a student social, like a student union atrium, like no walls. People are getting their chicken fingers. You hear somebody be like, 14, your order's ready. <laughs> and you're just sitting there being like, yeah. They have like yeah. a little riser, a little a little riser stage with like a curtain background. And you're just standing oh, in the man. middle of the atrium. I mean, and it's and it's also like when you do like the nooners, it's community college, junior college. So these are like adults who like went to war and came back and now they're getting their degree or a mom who's going back to school. And so they're sitting there eating their lunch, looking at you like, what are you doing here? Why are you here? We don't want this. <laughs> yeah, there's a I, college gigs. Are the only time where I will literally at my end of the set was me looking in the front row at the guy who booked me and me just going my closer, me going just going to the guy. Okay, we good? <laughs> and then he's like, Yeah, it goes all right. Have a good one. <laughs> yeah, oh, because they want you. You got to you got to do that at least fifty minutes. You got to do your fifty minutes, and then you yeah, maybe 50. get. Yeah, and maybe they'll hand you your check at then. But I always was like, I need my check. I need to. I need to leave here with money in my hand, so I don't feel like I wasted my time. Mm-hmm. And then they go, Yeah, here's your check. Thank did you. Did you know Vic Henley before he died? He's a comic in New York. I did. Yeah, I knew Vic from um, Gotham. We used to always be at mm-hmm. Gotham together. Yeah, I used to know him. From, we were at the strip a lot together. But he had the greatest like story, like getting your check first story, where he got booked. Speaking of, he got booked at a fair, so there were clowns there, and he showed up, and he talked to the guy the guy running it. He's like, hey, where's the stage? Where's the mic? And he goes, oh, well, I'm going to give you a cordless mic, and you're just going to actually walk through the fair oh. doing your act. And he goes, oh, yeah. Uh, hey, can I see that check first? And he's like, yeah, and he gave me, just drove away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, that, yeah, that, that, you need that. People, I don't understand how people don't understand how stand-up works. Like, I need to stand up on something. I need to stand something. up. I need, I need a little elevation so people know that I'm a focal point. I need a microphone. I need a spotlight. That will also help. Like, they don't understand. Like, you need an environment to get people to focus on something, especially now when people have their phone and it's all these distractions and, like, don't have a TV on in a room. People are going to watch the TV. Like, yeah, I don't no, know. No, it's true. You, Dan was in Montreal, and one of the things I notice about when you're headlining, and you guys have to experience this, it's the end of the night, and the staff wants to get paid. So there's a lot of, like, the check business or put yeah. your card down. And I was like, how do they do that in an easier way that the headliner isn't being interrupted no, by? No, you have to do You that. don't. You have to. And so it becomes like... Unless you're a theater act. And maybe then you the, get past all that bullshit. Maybe the feature is actually the best spot to be in because yeah. they're drunk. They've had food, but they're not worrying about... Well, they're the still wor- listening. The worst is when you have a mediocre set and you see the check come to a family and they like look at the check and then they look at you and you could see them like realizing it wasn't worth it. Wasn't worth you know? it. Which is such a fucking bummer. But where can we find you on the road, Chloe? <laughs> yes, me. yes. I'm actually I'm gonna be hitting the road. I'll be I'll be in Chicago in August. I'll be in DC in October. I'll be in New York um in November. I'll be oh, in nice. Pittsburgh, I think, in September. So yes, yeah, so I'm gonna have some dates up on my site. 
Um, you can go to chloehillier.com. I'm trying to bring the website back because I pay for it. So go to my website and, and look at my date. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. And buy and her can... book. Buy yes. your diet. I want to buy it. Did you it. did you serve in the military? Because I saw a video up there with you were you were like talking to all these military guys. You just cut her off. No, no, I wasn't in the military. Oh, because it was on your website and it was like you interviewing people who served the country. Oh, yeah. So I yeah. So during the pandemic, I launched a late night talk show called Chloe Across America. And I just did like a, a topical political entertainment talk show from my dining yeah. room table. And that episode was about like people serving who had served in the military and their experience and, you know, veterans rights and all that stuff. But Very they were cool. like actors now and like actors mm-hmm. in comics now. Yeah. Yeah. It's so crazy that now we have to like it used to just be like, all right, I do stand up or I act and now you have to fucking produce an entire goddamn show in your living room just yeah, to yeah. Just be like, I'm still one. around. Hi guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just I didn't feel comfortable going on a road because I'm from New York yeah. and I was living in New York and like my parents were old, my grandmother was still alive and she was old, you know, like so I just didn't want to compromise mm-hmm. them. I'd rather be there to take care of them to like go on the road and and I've been in like the places that were still up and running during the pandemic were the places I was doing colleges in and I know those towns. I know those people i don't mm-hmm. need to go during a pandemic Mm-mm-mm. to be out Mm-mm. there <laughs> no. no for sure so check out your website check and out her book she's gonna be on the, she's gonna be on the road man where are you in pittsburgh are you doing the improv over there no i don't know i don't know what the I, don't, I don't think it's i wasn't the fancy one now i'm now i'm down to like check out uh uh, Bennigan's has a back room in, 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 in Duluth. Check that out. Uh, but yeah, thank you, Chloe, so much. Oh, go ahead, sir. Yeah, I'll be at the Bottle Rocket Social Club in Pittsburgh on August 26th. All right, Bottle All right. Rocket. We'll, we'll get that like in there. That. All right. Pittsburgh. All right. Thank, thank you thank so you, much, Chloe. Chloe. So good seeing you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having it. me. Follow the show on Instagram and TikTok at the It Couple Podcast. And if you have a question or comment about horror movies, send us an email at the It Couple Podcast at gmail.com. Also, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts so more people can find the show. Tune in next week for It, the 1990 miniseries, with our guest, Ian Fidance. I'll kill you all! I'm every nightmare you ever had. I am your worst dream come true. I'm everything you ever were afraid of.